0: Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. Your hosts for today, Ivan Pineda, Christian Rosendo, and everyone's
1: favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Let's start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back the Eagle Eye podcast. Today we're going to be talking all things Ladies Aguilas on this episode. We're going to be uh recapping just a little bit that game against Nagoxa and that thrilling game against Nagoxa and then we're going to get you guys all up to date with everything that's been going on inside of Guapa. Injury updates everything, AJ will have you covered on that end. And then, of course, we're going to be uh, previewing the upcoming game against Leon, which should be a very, very interesting one, AJ. Very interesting one. But let me introduce, as always today, my co-host for tonight, Brooklyn's very own AJ. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Thank you, Ivan. How about you? AJ? Yes, yes. Hello. Okay, good, good, good. I was like, uh, did I lose you for a second? I don't know. <laughs> Nah. No, I hear you. I hear you. What's going on? Uh, glad to hear that you're doing good, man.
0: Thank uh, you.
1: Look, man, it's 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 always an episode where we have technical difficulties. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that.
0: What's a podcast
1: episode without tonight? But uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, it's just gonna be me and you tonight. We're gonna be talking all things Lady Aguilas here on this side of uh, of the border. So talk to me a little bit more about uh, how you're feeling about this America game against Leon
0: i'm um, feeling pretty confident especially after that six-one-one one that we got against the coxa i'm feeling into this next game things should be smoothly if america seems to repeat the same thing that we did against the Coxa, and i feel this should just be a comfortable three points for us to get at um uh, Guanajuato. hello
1: yeah it's gonna be an away game we're gonna talk oh, a little bit, bit more about that just want to get kind of your insight on this the ladies have had quite a resting uh time so it, it's going to be interesting to see how these ladies cope with such a long period of time. We know they've been working, they've been training out extensively, of course, but uh, you know, ten days or so—that's that's a quite a, that's a quite long time to go without having much of a you know playing rhythm. So we'll have to wait and see. But let's recap a little bit about what happened in that Nikaxa game. I know the scoreline reads six to one, and you think, wow, what a game! America really came out, dominated the game, and that's the end of that. But I think we touched upon this last week when we were talking about the ladies that. It really wasn't so cut and dry as, res- as the result would make you believe it was. I think there was st- points in the matches in which we were very critical about the ladies, thinking that they should have done a much better job in closing this game out. They should have definitely have taken a little bit more of an initiative to completely steamroll Nakaxa out of the water. But mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit more about the Nakaxa game. Give me your Give me your highs of the game and give me your lows of the game as well.
0: So as of the game, I just love how America were immediately just like from the first minute, they were willing to just attack this Deka side and go all out on them and trying to just score goals left and right, which is exactly what happened. 20 seconds we have Casanda Cuevas opening up that scoreline immediately. Then in the second minute, we had Janae scoring the sixth minute Montserrat. Then it took us at least another 31 minutes for us until we can get our other goal from Diaz Spinoza, then the 42nd to 52nd minute. Yeah, Cassandra Cueva scoring both goals for us. So I just love that how America were continuously trying to keep scoring goals. Like after one goal, they weren't just sitting back and just like we got this game in in the bag. No, they wanted to continuously keep going see how many goals they can actually score, especially with the opportunities that everyone was given. Though my low points, I guess I would say is just where that second half. Like, like after the fifty second minute when we scored our sixth goal, it seems like we were just really um just calming down. Like we weren't being as intense. I guess we were just like not wanting to just go all out on the like, second, kind of just, like, 6, six zero at that point. It's like, we'll we'll just play our usual game and just, like, just sitting back, we'll just wait, pass the ball around, see if there's any opportunities for us. But then the defensive error that led into Nick Cox's goal in the 66th minute was something I'm just like, I'm not understanding this. Why are we are conceding to... Uh, team that has yet to score a goal this season and then we finally give them the opportunity to score that's the same thing could be said when we played against Tijuana. they were also another team in the league that has not scored a goal at all this season but then when we let that happen in the 90th minute it's simple things like that is frustrating at the end like we still want, but it's just one of those things it's like we shouldn't really be giving up goals like that
1: yeah, no, and, and I think that's the thing we and you went kind of back and forth about this was is the fact that, you know, there's a constant switch off in the defense and where these ladies just kind of, for a period of time, just completely forget about kind of the responsibility that they need to do in the back line to, you know, walk away with a clean sheet. So hopefully... All of that is kind of a situated because I think this game against Leon will be no easy matchup whatsoever, especially going and traveling away to Guanajuato in uh, in away territory. I don't think that's going to be an easy thing at all for these ladies, and then especially with having a player like Lucero Cuevas going at your attack, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup for our defense. I will have to say.
0: Yes, no, no doubt about it. She's the, She's the lean scorer currently so far for Leon Femini this season with three goals. I feel like. Coming to this match, everything's gonna honestly be revolving around her. You give her the you give her the opportunity to get on a one on one a through ball across. It's more than like you're gonna be seeing her with that ball and trying to get um a goal into the back of the net for Leon. So it's one of those things like that despite her like kind of um not really getting into a goal scoring rhythm but like now she's getting back into it it's we have to keep an eye on her just to prevent her from not trying to score goals because she's played with this she's played with that many up before she's know a lot she's know a lot of the players that played on the team so she has an idea it's like how they work defenses so she could perhaps she can maybe use that to her advantage to try to score some goals
1: no, you're right, AJ. You're, this one is definitely going to revolve around the fact that, you know, Lucero Cueva is going to be a very dangerous opposition to have. And I have a little bit more questions in regards to her a little bit later once we get down to this whole Leon game, which will be very shortly. Um, not really a really long episode today, but... I think that's really the only thing that we could criticize is America side because I mean at the end of the day, we're really being really nitpicky at the fact that, well, yeah, you scored six goals, but you could have scored more. Like at the end of the day, six goals is six goals, right? So to mm-hmm. walk away with that margin, I think it's it's definitely something that we should be happy about. And it's definitely something that we kept criticizing the team was like, Oh, you know, you're you're walking away from these games winning one, two goals, differential when you really should be winning it by three plus goals. And the ladies do so again. Now, this time um against Nekaxa and, you know, yet yeah, we're still here pick, uh, picking at things here and there. But uh, regardless of the fact, I think it should be a fun game to watch against Leon. And just to kind of wrap up this whole Nekaxa game. um Really just, uh, you know, at the moment we were just talking about it just as soon as the game was over, basically. Um So I think that's why we're still kind of in that hot mindset. But I think once we had this cooling off period, I think you look back at it and. While, yes, some of our criticism do deserve some merit, I think at the end of the day, it's very good showcasing, very good game. And I think Leo Collar said it himself. He was like, I come away happy with the victory. I'm not content with the way my team played, but I'm happy that we got all three points. And I think at the end of the day, that's what America should take away from this game and know that you're still early on in the season. Probably going to play your f- your, your uh, fifth game. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, yeah, there's still room for improvement, but there's still time to make those improvements.
0: No, most definitely. Just um, like three points is three points. A win is a win. You can't go wrong with that, no matter how slight or how perfect it is. As long as you win the game, at the end of the day, it's all that matters. to this for this America Feminine side.
1: Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. righty then. Well, um, anything else to add on in the Caxi game?
0: Um, nothing else really.
1: Nothing at all. righty then. Well, let's move on into our next segment, which is. Everything and anything that's been going on in the world of America Feminine. So, AJ, you're going to give me a quick update. But before I do give you the, the, the leeway, I do want to just announce this episode, again, is brought to you by our newest, our newest sponsor and partner, Foot Cult. So, if you guys haven't heard already the news, the Ego Eye Podcast has partnered with Foot Cult in uh, what we hope to be a groundbreaking experience for all of us and for all of you guys that... Uh, that get to participate in our giveaways to get, you know, get to participate in all the merchandise that we're going to be dropping alongside with them. So uh, make sure you guys head over to foot Cult and use our discount code EEP. You guys get 10% off everything in the store. And I mean, everything. It doesn't have to be just Eagle Eye podcast merchandise. It can be anything at all. You guys can get that discount. So make sure you guys follow us over on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow them on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, we're excited about this partnership. If you guys haven't seen our new, uh, our new shirt design. It's quite the beauty. I would say so myself, AJ. I don't know what your thought.
0: I love it. I'm I'm just already eager to just have that with me and just being able to put it on soon.
1: Okay. Alrighty then. Um. Well, yeah, that pretty much does it. Make sure you guys use uh, discount code EEP. I know they just dropped a brand new Aztec, uh, a new Mexican Aztec jersey. Looks absolutely amazing. Make sure you guys uh check that out. And again, if you guys like it. You discount code EEP to get 10% off. So that does it. And then again, we're happy to be partnered alongside with them. And as always, this episode and every episode going forward is going to be sponsored by Fuck Called. So thank you again for everyone who made this a possibility. All right, AJ. Anything and everything that's been going on in the world of Kuwapa in regards to ladies, let me know. Um, Any news, any updates, injuries, anything at all? COVID cases, anything?
0: Actually, speaking of COVID, yes. Um, So at Goapa we did COVID-19 testing once again. They did say that three people did came out positive. It's unsure if it's a player or a staff member, but they are in asymptomatic at the moment. So they're showing no kinds of symptoms at all, which is good. Though they've been as- isolated so far, and they've been keeping on close um, eye on these people. So... There's that. And then with the um, injury reports, I think, uh, as I mentioned before, that they actually announced that Jen Munoz actually um, suffered a tear in the leg. So she will be out for a bit. And then with Ana Losada, Queer um, said that everything's okay with her. It's just, um, she's just giving her a break just to give, um, just to allow rotation to happen with the squad. So it's nothing completely big. So she's just completely fine. It's just all for a precaution.
1: So now, this whole general you know, situation, which I think is really rattling me because it, I don't know. I feel like the club would have made more of a statement, you know, because it, the tearing the leg seems quite, quite serious. It's a like This
0: is something that's happened previously with America Femini before. It's just like, we know there are players that are injured. Something's going on with them. but I feel like the club doesn't want to run really release a statement about them. An example would be um, Diana what would be Diana Cáceres where she's been, in, she's been injured for a while, right? Last season, she's only really played two games with the team before they. she went to rehab, and then just being able to just only being able to practice with the team, but to continuously just keep working on the injury. But, like, there's been nothing else really about her yet to, like, when she's coming back. But I feel like this is just, like, a thing with a makeup fan where I feel like Boyer doesn't really, like, make a statement or much of it, or just the club in general, like, to bring out, like, a graph sense. So like, hey... So and so player has been, um, has received an injury, they will be out for so and so weeks. But it's just the thing where it's just like it's worrying people to really think if it really is just a tear in the leg or something. Like, even though the spike we are saying, like, yeah, it's an injury, but some people feel like it could be more. Like, the good thing with Ana Losada, people saying that hey, it's a, that she's okay, but other people's like they don't believe it, they'd be like, it's an actual injury, but he doesn't, I guess, want to scare the fans or anyone say, like, yes, it's injury, but I guess for the most, it's just saying, like, no, she's fine. So like, I guess, like, don't ask me further questions. That kind of, um, feeling.
1: Yeah, sounds like he's kind of kind of trying to just avoid going into the details of all things, but, well, I guess it's safe to assume that we're not going to have Jen Munoz for this match against Leon.
0: Seems like it, more than likely, especially with the tear in the leg. I really don't suspect they're, like, really coming into this match, really, especially, like, with something like that, you definitely wanna don't wanna put her at risk of getting even a more bigger injury as it is. So just take just take time. I feel like this team can be fine without Jen Munoz. But it's just the thing is like um she needs to put herself first, let the injury process like happen, heal herself, and then by then she'll be gay to get right back on the pitch and I'll help her team out.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that this team definitely just hinges on anything and everything Jen Munoz does. And I think that's the great thing about this team is that when we talked about it in the season preview is that there's plenty of depth, there's plenty of talent to go around. It just it just worries me a little bit about this whole tear in the leg situation with Jen Munoz and how we're not getting more than enough details uh, whenever the subject is being asked that. So I, I don't know. I just wish the club would have handled it differently, um, you know, come out with all the truth about it would have at least been nice to give us an ETA in regards to when we could see her come back. I'm not, I'm not even sure that she's training at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any post, any pictures of her. So, um, you know, kind of worried in that aspect. And, curious to see what really is going on behind the scenes and all that stuff but um you know shout out to Jen Munoz hopefully she gets a, a quick speedy recovery and that uh, we get to see her back on the pitch soon because whilst America does not uh does not hurt America to to have Jen Munoz out it, America def- definitely does benefit from having her play on the pitch she's definitely a difference maker and she definitely makes this team work and tick in different ways so hopefully she can come back on the pitch pretty soon all righty, AJ. Well, before we move on into our next segment and to talk all things America Feminine versus Leon, I know today is quite a special day for all Americanistas out there, especially America Feminine uh, fans and players, as today we remember a very special person who played in uh, an America jersey.
0: So, yeah, it, um, today would have been on the 27th birthday for Diana Pepina Gonzalez. Um, she um died to, due to hypoglycemia. So it's just really sad to just hear that a player at uh, just at her age just happened to just um die due to something like this. She was born in she was born in Toluca. She's played twenty-four games for America Femini in which she scored seven goals and played thousand six hundred and ninety-one minutes. She was also a really strong, crucial key part into the America side that um which she scored two goals against Tigres Femini in the two thousand eighteen apertura finals. She was a member of the U team for Mexico women's national team and she was also a student as she was playing. She was always a really nice um person on and off the pitch, loved by many by her um by her friends and her family. And as a student she always said to her friends that if you put the heart and mind and effort into whatever you're trying to do, you can make anything anything possible. Nothing's impossible.
1: Yeah. Uh, what a player, honestly. What a player and by the sounds of it what an even better human being. Uh, such a tragic uh, day, uh, which happened when, when she passed away. And of course, um, you know, all of us that follow America Feminine, when the news broke out, um, it was kind of a shock. And you couldn't really put it into words, uh, everything that was going on. But, um, you know, we remember her for who she was. Her memory was always going to live on in, in us and in everyone really. And in America Feminine history, uh, as she is still to this day a very crucial and very uh, instrumental part to that America victory over Tigres. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, may she rest in peace and may her family, you know, still, uh, still find closure in everything that's going on. And I know they still miss her as, as much as we all miss her, you know, not just on the pitch, but off it as well. So put it perfectly. Well, AJ, is there anything else to talk about before we jump into this America León game?
0: Um, there's nothing else, really. So let's get right to it.
1: All right. And then let's get right into this one. America is going to go up against Leon. AJ, that game is on Monday. What time?
0: That's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern time.
1: That is 6 p.m. Eastern time. That is 3 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Central. And AJ, where can they catch this game?
0: Um, they haven't really received much news yet from where the game is going to be from. I would like to assume it'll be on like Fox, like on Fox and Mexico, but hopefully, considering it's a Monday, that we will get to see them um, through that and perhaps I'm um, posting this game. If not, try to check Facebook or YouTube as per usual to see if um the, if the game can be found.
1: Well, it sounds like AJ is going to be on the hunt for a link again. So AJ, I know you're uh, quite fond of that duty. So whenever he does get a link, he definitely will let you guys know over on his social media platforms. And he will tweet it out on the EY podcast as well. So you guys can have that venue to look at. Uh, quite an early game here, as always, for us here over in the States, AJ. Well, at least the the, the you know Pacific Standard Time. That's I know it's kind of a regular time over there for the, Eastern, for the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. All right. then. Well, this game is uh, going to be an away game. AJ, that uh, kind of scares me a little bit because we've known that, you know, they, the America family sometimes tend to struggle, especially when it comes to playing in away game. But tell me the, the run and form that America has had coming into this game in regards to away games.
0: I just feel like America do happen to struggle sometimes at a way we've seen it like from against Azul Feminil and Tijuana Feminil. like it does take some time for us to just get ourselves accustomed until we can get ourselves a rhythm going into this match and going to go going, going to have to play against Leon this is a Leon side where I feel like they are I'd say like a dark horse in the league as they do have some players that, uh, in this team that are able to get the um, get the results going for this team and trying to get themselves um the wins. They got some players that have come from previous teams, like from some big teams in Mexico, like Tigres, Femenid, along now in this León side. They even have some former America players like Esmeralda Verdugo, Lucero Cuevas, and Claudia Sid, who are all very capable of scoring of scoring goals on their own and able to just create chances. So it's this kind of thing where America, Femenid, just have to keep this um this nice rhythm going and going undefeated. Despite it being in a way match, they just have to get themselves... Um, ready from the first minute and try to get themselves on um, scoring some goals so they could try to get themselves comfortable as um the match is going on.
1: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be one where America Familiar has to come into this one and actually try to get the game going from the get-go. I, I don't think Leon's really gonna give us much time to acclimate to the pitch and into the environment. So just right from the from kickoff, I think America needs to go and try to take this game to Leon, which I think if they do, we'll definitely play pay uh, dividends but AJ talk to me a little bit more about this potential starting 11 that we might get on Monday
0: um so I'm gonna go with the four four two lineup that we as we saw as we saw the formation last time this is the same lineup that, um the same formation that we have used against the Caxa Feminine so I'm kind of hoping if this is the formation we can use to score that many goals against the Caxa I hope it will be the same against the Arm um, Leon so I got Uh, goalkeeper, you have JD Gutierrez. Our defenders on the left back side, we're gonna have Jimena Rios. Our two center backs are gonna be Justin Oregel, Salim Valera, our right back is gonna be Monica Rodriguez, our left midfield is gonna be Montserrat Hernandez, our two midfielders are gonna be Cassandra Cuevas and Veronica Perez. On the right, on the right um, midfielder side, Janae Gonzalez, and up front we're gonna have Marlene Campa and Daniela Espinosa.
1: That would be a very good starting eleven, and I hope that is a starting eleven now. Whether or not we're going to play with that 4-4-2, I'm still a little bit skeptical. We might see a five, uh, f- not a five, sorry, <laughs> uh, 4-3-3, just because I think it works so well on the road for Koyar. But again, America needs to be aggressive from the get-go. And Koyar thinks that this is the formation to open up Leon's defense. We might just go with this. But again, I wouldn't bat an eye if it was either or. I think America family can definitely get the job done with whatever formation they end up putting, whether it's the 4-2-3 or the 4-4-2. As long as there's goals, and as long as they're solid defending, I think we'll be fine with AJ.
0: Yes, you pretty much put it there perfectly.
1: All right, then. well, we know that this game is not going to be an easy one because, of course, Lucero Cuevas is going to be at the helm of all of this. But talk to me a little bit more about her. America family knows her because, of course, she is the all-time... Well, she was the all-time leading goal scorer. It's a very, very close draw between her and Dani which we'll get to in just a little bit but having a player like that now play against you, some of these teammates know her very well do you think that maybe they're going to use that to their advantage? I mean you play with someone so long you know they're kind of what makes them tick, what makes them throw themselves off their game. Do you think America Feminine has that in the bag and, and what do you think Lucero Cuevas, what do you think America Feminine needs to do to throw Lucero Cuevas off her game? <sighs>
0: That's a really nice question, actually, because it's one of those things I remember seeing Cuevas when she's played for affinity. It feels like you never know what she's actually gonna do. She could take on one defender, she could take on two defenders. She's just like all over the place. It seems like no matter where she kicks the ball at, in that in the box or outside the box, it seems like it always seems to make contact with the goalkeeper. Whether it results in the goalkeeper blocking that shot or the ball ends up in the back of the net, so I feel like in this case, what how I'd say how. Great that the defenders are in America family They really need to keep a close eye out on her. Check for the gaps. Check for the gaps are going to be in the defense. See where Lucera Cuevas is going to be at before one of her teammates sends a pass to her. And I feel like it'll be something where I think they sound like Jocelyn or right here. will using her height and her stature, I feel like she could just be able to stop Lucera Cuevas. Like, if it's going from across, she could just be able to head it out. And knowing for her strength, if she's able to get the ball Right out of Lucero's um, feet before she could do anything with it. That would be really nice. But I think it's just all in all, just really having to pay attention to how Lucero Guerra is playing. She's playing in a new team now, so maybe considering she knows how this America Feminita like plays, or to say the defense specifically and the goalkeeper, I feel like maybe she might have a trick or two up her sleeve that we have never seen from her before. But it's just all not just like just keep a really close eye out on her.
1: Yeah, I think i we have the biggest trick up Arsley because I don't think she knows and she's accustomed to playing a player like Jocelyn with, again, such such a height and such a physicality presence inside the box. I think that's definitely going to be America's key. I wouldn't be surprised if Jocelyn hip checks her here and there, you know, try to play more of a physical game against her. And I think that's exactly what they need to do. I mean, no offense and no discredit to Lucero, but I think at this point you see her as the rival and not as the player who used to once hold the all-time leading goal scorer, which, um, you know, I think at this point now, you know, hopefully it is Jolson who's marking her. I would feel a little bit more safer. So. I don't know.
0: That, that could actually be something interesting as well because um she did actually play with Jocelyn alongside with Veronica Perez. So she was at Tijuana. She was at Cholos Feminine, Even though, like, despite her, like, not really playing much, she might have maybe seen her when she was on the bench, or just on the sideline, just watching her play. So it's just the case that if Jocelyn, knew has to defend Lucero Cuevas, like, during training when she was at Cholos Feminine, she should definitely just be using that into this game to make sure that Cuevas doesn't try to get any goals into the back of the net for leon yeah
1: definitely and a play we do want to be scoring goals in the back of the net is daniel Espinosa. talk to me about her goal record and what she could potentially accomplish in guanajuato
0: so as you mentioned before lucerica was the all-time leading goal scorer she's currently tied up with daniela Espinosa with 49 goals scored in an america jersey so if she happens to score a go- another goal against le against leon if she happens to do that She's the all-time leading goal scorer for America Feminine, and she takes the record away from Lucero Cuevas. So I feel like this will be an amazing time for Daniela Espinosa to score that elusive 50th um, goal for America Feminine. And maybe it can actually get Lucero Cuevas angry, actually, as well, because she just got her um, goal-scoring ta- goal record taken away from a teammate that she's played alongside with before.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. And I mean, fingers crossed that it does happen, right? I mean, eventually it it is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it it would be quite the story for it to happen at Guanajuato in front of, you know, potentially the person who held it before you. It it, it really is a narrative that writes itself at this point. But either way, we should expect a really good matchup. I don't think this side, like you mentioned, you know, is going to be something to take lightly. And like you said, it's. To potentially the, the dark horse of this competition this season. So, I América mean, needs to definitely up their game for this one and I would hope that they walk away with a clean sheet, but we'll have to wait and see. So, I mean, that pretty much wraps that up. AJ, give me a prediction.
0: So, I think uh, as I usually go when I come to predicting things, I like to go with a 3-0 win, a clean sheet as usual.
1: I'm 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 going with that. I like it. I really do like it. I don't see it though. I don't see it. I, I just I feel like this America side is going to struggle to really break this Leon defense if they don't start strong, you know. So it's just going to be up in the air for me. I'm going to go with a two nil victory. Again, I still want that clean sheet and I ask it for the men's as well as as much as I do for the ladies. I need that clean sheet as a goalkeeper myself. That is the most important thing walking away out of a game is a clean sheet in my department. So please, ladies, walk away the clean sheet. And then we can uh, continue to bolster our defense from there. But either way, it's going to be a good game. And if for whatever reason you guys cannot find the stream, you guys cannot catch that game because it's early, whatever, we're going to have you guys covered. AJ is going to be doing his best to live tweet the whole matchup over on Twitter. So make you guys follow us over at the Eagle Eye Podcast, over on Twitter, and then Instagram as well, as we have a lot of cool things going on there for all of you guys. So, uh, AJ, we've kind of come to the end of the episode. Anything else to add on before we wrap it all up?
0: I think I think we covered everything, actually. So got nothing else to say.
1: Yeah, covered everything. Pretty short, pretty nifty. Um, You know, we got Roberto saying in the chat two to one victory, hopefully for America. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. But all right, AJ, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you to everyone watching. Thank you to everyone listening. Again, this episode is brought to you guys by Cult. We'll be back in a couple of days to talk more lady aguilas and uh yeah hopefully you guys are here to catch all of that all righty then aj take it easy everyone stay safe wear your mask and as always Arriba America. goodbye everyone
0: ladies and gentlemen this was another production of the eagle eye podcast the number one source for all things club america in english